welcome to the Atma Podcast. As you can see, I am on my own today, and that is no one's fault, but, well, kind of mine. Um, basically, I'm having work done to my house. You may have seen the poster put up the other day. I'm having work done to the house, and we start at 11 o'clock. We live stream the podcast on a Thursday, 11 o'clock, UK time. Now, we've got work on the outside of the house being done. We're having it re-rendered. So, there's a bit of uh, electrical tools needed, so a bit of machinery, and the wall that needs doing, well, all of them do need doing, but the wall that we're doing at that point in time on Thursday was literally just behind this monitor that I'm looking into right now. And um, it weren't good. Like, this mic is directional, so... I can speak over here, it will get quieter because I'm not directly speaking into the top of the mic. Get further back, again, goes quieter because you need to be close to the mic and speak down into the mic. Otherwise, it, it you don't get the full sound, right? Even that, this being a directional mic, could pick up so clearly the noise coming from outside that it was just a non-starter to do the podcast at 11. So, yeah, it it had to be done for a different day, so, and not everyone can be around when I'm just going to record one because I wanted to get one out. Fortunately, I'd already recorded a VIP episode the two days previous, so that went out on time. Lucky VIPs, you got that um, episode out on time. But I can obviously live stream this episode to all you lovely people who subscribe to Atma and hopefully some newcomers. Who who knows? YouTube might push it out to some people. Um, I mean, they don't already push it out to people who are subscribed, but we'll we'll, we'll move on from that because that'll be a whole other fucking episode of me running about fucking YouTube. But yeah, so you've got a podcast with me. We're going to be talking about is social media making us a bit dumb dumb? You know what I mean? A bit dumb dumb. Because I, I tend to think it is. And as someone who... Look, there's going to be a lot of... There's probably going to be a lot of TikTok hate in this um, episode or evidence of TikTok probably being the main culprit. But in all honesty, it's probably all of them. Let's be honest. I mean, I'm not immune to this. I feel like I'm becoming a dumb dumb. I didn't start from a good fucking, you know, point of intelligence. So uh, the fall from grace was fairly short. But yeah, I, I, I just feel in my fiber, in my bones. I just feel like that most of the people who are doing the sort of stuff on these apps for attention, wherever it may be, like the level they go to now. It's just insane. Like, we'll discuss it. We'll discuss it. We've got a few examples of challenges and trends on TikTok that have just become viral because of how fucking moronic they are. So, yeah, if you uh, like TikTok, you consume a lot of TikTok content or short-form content, to be honest, it's probably not going to be a uh, a fantastic episode for you because you might, you might just realise that, oh, Maybe this is not the best idea, but it sells. You know, people like watching the short form content. It is an attention thing. Like literally, you'll see people most of the time now consuming videos like in public. They'll be flicking through, like literally flicking through. And I, I don't know about anyone else, but. When I do catch myself watching a few shorts or reels or whatever it may be elsewhere, I feel like I don't actually watch anything that I want to watch, like that I would watch. I'm always, I'm just flicking through. I'll watch like 10 seconds of video go, why the fuck am I watching this? I'll just flick through for another minute. And by that time of trying to find one, two, maybe three videos that I will watch in full... I've spent five minutes just scrolling. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Why am I doing this? Why? 
Why? No one knows. It's it's a it's a trap. It is. I do believe that. But yeah. The first thing I want to talk about is um the latest one that I've heard of. Again, this is from TikTok. Uh, talking about the Roman Empire. Uh, apparently, there's a trend on TikTok that, like, girlfriends will ask their boyfriends, "Oh, when was the last time you you thought about the Roman Empire?" And I was asked this question by my partner, and I said, "I think about the Roman Empire all the time, but it's for a very niche reason. I don't think about the empire, the Roman Empire, because I'm interested in history. I mean, there's a mild interest, but I'm not like you know." I ain't got books on it. So, there's a road near me. It's called the Acle Strait. And, unbelievably, it's called that because it is largely straight. And it is based in between Yarmouth and Acle. I know, it is fantastic. That is such a good, perfectly apt name for that road. But yeah, the, the official name is the A47. But... No one calls it that from around here. It's called the Acle Strait. And the reason why this links to the Roman Empire is because I was under the belief or the impression that that road was built originally by the Romans who obviously occupied... occupied I don't know. Did they? I'm pretty sure they were here for quite a length of time. So it doesn't, I don't think it's that much of a stretch to think they built a straight road. Yeah, so I thought they built that road originally. And that's why I go down that road probably like once, at least once every week. Probably maybe more realistically, realistically once every two weeks. If we're trying to be as accurate as possible, right? So I go down there at least once every two weeks. And every time I go on that road, I think to myself, fucking hell, this road's straight, in it? They just didn't give a fuck about corners. And there's a slight bend in one part of the road. But it is literally straight everywhere else. And it got me thinking, you know. I think, like, oh, shit. That's because the Romans built it. They didn't want to have a fuck around with corners. Like, nah. If you want to go to somewhere, let's build a straight road there and never look back. So that's that's why I think of the Roman Empire every time. But the overall thing about... How many times do you think about the Roman Empire? I don't I don't get I don't get it because I'm not on TikTok, so I don't get the joke. And I haven't even looked into what the joke is. I just thought I'd tell a story about how I think about the Roman Empire and it wasn't actually ironic. And it wasn't actually for clicks. You know what I mean? I'm original. I keep it real. But yeah, um also, side note to that story, I don't think it was built by the Romans originally. So <laughs> Fuck knows where I got that from. Maybe I just insert it in my mind. Maybe I'm actually like all these other blokes, all these other guys on TikTok. It's like, yeah, I think about the Roman Empire all the time. Maybe I just I just applied that road to their design credentials and then just went, that, that, that fits. I think about the Roman Empire all the time. But let me tell you, the Roman Empire, okay, that trend on TikTok, in terms of how fucking stupid it is, pales in comparison to a whole fucking host of these other ones we're going to go through. My God. My God. It, it, some of the stuff that you see here, like, I get some of the things like the, was it the skull crusher thing, where you'd get someone to jump up in the air and then two of you, one would kick kick each of their legs forwards so they'd fucking fall backwards and they'd smack their head open possibly die i get that because it's a physical thing that you're trying to you know make your friend feel pain or you're just being a bully and just picking on someone random i'm sure that happens i'm sure that happens a lot but it's it's the stuff that not you you're doing that to someone else right and that that is evil if your intention is just to hurt them but then there's stuff like cooking stuff with drugs or taking drugs to get a side effect but not what the drug is designed for 
There's one about Benadryl. I'm sure it's Benadryl. I want to just double check. So I'm not, <laughs> I don't want to get fucking sued, you know. <laughs> Benadryl on the fucking blower. Hang on, mate. Nah, it's not Benadryl, mate. It's fucking Nurofen. Nah, Nurofen. I know it's not you. I know it's not you. Calm down. Yeah, Benadryl challenge. Fuck, this is just stupid, man. Like, so a Ben Benadryl is an allergy allergy relief tablet, but apparently, if you take enough of them, you can hallucinate. So, people have taken them in large amounts to try and hallucinate, and it's it's just not gone well. It's not. It's just not gone well. So Benadryl in large doses can cause seizures and cardiac arrests. If young people are being encouraged to take it in large doses on TikTok, this is very dangerous. This is from a doctor, by the way. Oh, head of the Division of Clinical Pharma... Was it a pharmacology? Didn't even know that was a fucking thing. And toxicology. Jesus, this guy's absolutely stacked. From University of Toronto. Oh, no, nah, fuck that. No, nah, I don't know. To, I'm sure that's a brilliant university. Yeah, this is not a drug people should be experimenting with, which is, I think that's pretty straightforward. But the fact that that has become, I mean, to be fair, this was something that happened in 2020. But it happened not too long ago that you think, wow, that must have been a fucked up time. I mean, it was COVID and that, but that must have been a fucked up time. I imagine we've moved on now. I imagine we've moved on. But unfortunately, that's just not the case. That's just not what has happened. Because, <laughs> what's this one? I'll, the, I'll put this on the screen for the audio listeners. Obviously, you won't, you won't see what I'm um, putting on the screen here, but I'll have to describe it to you. All right, I'll read this one out. It's called the Penny Challenge. Right? And this one, I don't even know when this is... Uh, uh, from early 2020, so around the same sort of time, right? In what, in what might go down as one of the most brazenly stupid viral phenomena, people used pennies to cause sparks from main sockets in early 2020. I mean, COVID hit fucking hard. But this is... This is different. This is a, this is a response that I don't think people with functioning brains would normally have to a uh, a situation like COVID. For a short while, people posted videos of themselves inserting a penny behind a phone charge plug partly into a socket. The penny coming into contact with the metal prongs would then cause sparks, and some people even inadvertently caused fires while taking part in the challenge. It was such a concern at some point that it caused fire services to warn against taking part in the challenge. Michael Klusker, a fire station manager in Carlisle, blasted the dangerous game at the time via the sun. I didn't think I was reading anything via the sun. Shit newspaper. Never getting that brand deal. Uh, he said the outcome from this is that someone will get seriously hurt every year. There are numbers of people killed by electrical shocks. It can kill you even if it gets well, that, what it can kill you if it gets you right. I don't sound right, man. That just doesn't sound right. Anything anything that interferes with electrical equipment, unless you are a qualified electrician, is very dangerous. I agree. I agree, Michael Klusker. I think that is some solid advice there. I don't like the fact you've gone to the sun for this. Uh, they probably came to you. Let's be honest. They probably came to you. But yeah, it's um, it's just another level of fucking stupidity. But again, like things like this, I don't, I don't. As a kid, I don't think I would have been. Yeah, that's funny. But going down a snowy hill in nothing more than basically a bucket you take to the beach. That's a fun time. That's a fun time. There's danger. You watch other people do it. It's entertaining. But you're not... You know there's a chance you're going to get hurt, and it's a decent chance you're going to get hurt. But if you're putting a penny 
behind a plug socket and then plugging something in in front of it, you know something's fucked up's going to happen. That that's that's the thing that I can't get out of my head. It's like it's like grabbing hold of like a scalding hot. I don't know. Like if you saw something on fire, it's like putting your hand into the fire, thinking there's a chance that this might be cold. There's a chance that this might be cold. There's also a chance that I don't get any degree burns from this. It's a slim chance, but I'm a gambling man, so I'll take it. It just doesn't make any sense. And, the, you know, these sort of things, I'm sure, would have happened back in the day, like you did something fucking stupid. But you didn't have a platform to show everyone how the fuck to do it and explain or the lack of explanation of how fucking stupid it is. So, yeah, it's it's a it's a fine beast, TikTok, and it kind of feeds into the short-form content because people want the juice. People don't want to wait around for fucking 13 minutes to see you get absolutely sparked out by a plug socket. They want to see you basically die on camera within 30 seconds, and if you don't die on camera or you don't get seriously maimed or injured on camera within 30 seconds, you are an absolute scrub and you're wasting people's time. It's as simple as that. It really is. For short-form content, it's as simple as that. This one, I don't really know what NyQuil is. I'm going to find out together. But it sounds awful, and the picture that I'm about to put on screen backs that up because it looks fucking horrific. Right, the NyQuil Chicken Challenge. So I'm not going to play the video. I've already been down this road before. Even though there's no audio going to come from this video because there's no audio from this tab. I've selected the audio not to be on, like I did in the other podcast that got claimed for copyright for like two minutes of little bits of clips of people falling down a hill chasing cheese. But anyway, that's a different episode. If you still want to watch that episode... That is on Rumble, and what episode is it? It's 132. 132, this is 137, so yeah, it's a few episodes ago. But anyway, I'm not playing the video because it got claimed, and then when I argued the fact that it was fair use, YouTube just went, nah, we're going to uphold that claim. So delete it, you dirty bastard. So that's what I had to do. But it's on Rumble if you do want to go and watch it now. Um, Rumble don't seem to give a fuck. So, yeah. Anyway, the NyQuil Chicken Challenge, right? That blue stuff there for the video or the people who are watching this, that's NyQuil. Uh, NyQuil, I think, is like a medicated cold and flu. Yeah, cold and flu medicine. Ever wondered what a cold and flu medicine would taste like with chicken? Of course not but it was actually a big thing last year on the platform. Also known as Sleepy Chicken, online a new deleted (laughs) recipe video showed a man prepping raw chicken with four-thirds of the cold and flu medicine NyQuil. I'm assuming they mean four-thirds. How does that make sense? I just read that. It doesn't make sense. Four-thirds. Wait, hang on. Also known as a sleepy chicken, online a now-deleted recipe video showed a man prepping raw chicken with four-thirds of the cold and flu medicine NyQuil. What does that mean? Is that like a must-be-an-American thing? Because you can't... Four-thirds. Don't know what that is. Because it doesn't make sense in my mind. But anyway, people soon began claiming that the bizarre-looking chicken could cause or could cure colds, and experts were soon <laughs> so concerned that they issued warnings about the trend in a bid to stop people trying out the strange recipe. The FDA has issued a warning as part of a broader update, a recipe for danger. Social media challenges involving medicines explaining boiling a medication can make it more concentrated and change its properties in other ways. 
The warning continued, it could also hurt your lungs. Put simply, someone could take a dangerously high amount of the cough and cold medicine without realising it. I mean, firstly, like all these trends, who the fuck comes up with this? Who? I mean, someone with severe mental just issues is probably the best thing to describe it as. But it looks like... It looks like mouthwash. Bit more viscous than mouthwash for the audio listeners. I'm sure you're loving this description. Bit more viscous. I do love the word viscous. It's a bit more viscous, I'll say it again, than (laughs) mouthwash. But it's the same colour. It's like a luminous kind of greeny blue colour, right? And it's it's a cold and flu medicine... So and they're just pouring like shit tons on this raw chicken and just cooking it. And as I read out before, when you cook down medicated products such as NyQuil, uh, other um, cold and flu medicines are available, I'm assuming. But yeah, when you cook those down, it reduces and the actual thing that gets left is more potent, I'm assuming, from what I've just read there. But that's just awful. That's awful, man. Like, what? I want to know what level of just pure, absolute, abject misery your life has to be to think, I'm fucking doing it. That is a great idea. I've seen this on TikTok. I can get about fucking, I'd say, easy 100,000 views plus. I'm going to fucking stick medicated cold and flu medicine, right? Onto raw chicken and cook it. That's, to me, that's not funny. I just don't find that shit funny. The effects of it, someone filming someone eating NyQuil chicken, all right, I probably would find that funny. They just start eating a bit of chicken, then fall asleep, never wake up. We all have dreams. But, yeah, it's... um. It's just such a weird... We, we're going down a weird avenue right now with social media, and especially with TikTok. And this isn't really just a massive attack on TikTok, although that is the main feature of this video, this podcast. But it's it's not just TikTok. It's all the other ones as well. Like, I mean, YouTube is just as bad. Facebook, Instagram... Does anyone actually fuck with threads? Or to be honest, X, what used to be Twitter. I mean, I still have a Twitter account. Oh, fucking said Twitter. I still have an X account. I honestly, uh, side note, just for a second, Elon, my fucking boy, right? What, What made you think that changing the name of Twitter to X was a good idea? Just fucking rebrand. The logo. You've you completely changed the name, and I I understand you want to make it your own. Maybe you've got bigger plans to make Twitter or X something more than what it was before. But I feel like that could have just happened with Twitter. I don't understand why you needed to change the name. But anyway, doesn't really matter. Back to the subject. Yeah, it's it's not just TikTok. It's all of them. But I feel like the most stupid shit comes from TikTok or originates from TikTok. Because still to this day, a lot of the content that I see on YouTube Shorts, uh, Reels, um, whatever the fuck they call it, on, uh, is it Reels for Facebook and Instagram? I'm pretty sure it is. Anyway, those short form content, most of it that I see, that I flick through for about a couple of minutes maybe every other day. They're all reposted TikToks. That's what I see happening. And I'm like, so no one makes original content for these short-form platforms anyway. So what's the point? Like, it's just a reposted TikTok, probably stolen from someone and used without their consent. But it's sure I mean. It's, it's what it is. And when I say used without their consent, I mean taking the entire video 
I'll say the entire video, 30 seconds, and stick it on YouTube or shorts or fucking put it as a reel on Facebook. And then that's it. No editing, nothing. Just they even leave their fucking TikTok name in there. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, Nike or Chicken, what are we rating that one? I'll give that a solid uh, Salmonella out of 10. Because that's, that's the other thing with that. Obviously, it's going to taste like shit. Obviously. It's just a given that it's going to taste like shit. But because you're adding that sort of shit to food, like, there's a good chance that, in my mind at least, that it could react with the chicken in a way, like, I'm not saying like a radioactive, like it starts growing its fucking neck back, starts regenerating cells, takes over the world, we're dominated by NyQuil chickens. I'm not going down that route. I'm just saying that maybe, just maybe, there might be something that reacts with the chicken in the NyQuil that makes it not safe to eat. I don't think it's that much of a stretch. But there we go. Yeah, but that's just... Nah, it's not It's not a bit of me. I mean, you do have to be some sort of rat to think that is a fucking quality idea for a meal. I guarantee you, actually, I've t- I'm going to take that back. I feel like I've just done rats a massive disservice. I feel like even vermin would not mess with that shit. And in my mind, when you see a rat, like a mouse, or like something like a street-dwelling animal turn its nose up at food even like that that's when in my head I'm going right that's not fit for consumption at all so yeah anyone th- anyone out there that thinks NyQuil chicken's a good idea have you done it let us know send us an email um, send us what e- what is our e- I don't even know what our fucking email address is uh, at my podcast at gmail.com. That's it. We're Gmail now. We're Gmail. Yeah. It's uh, definitely an acquired taste, that one. What other challenges we got? I think there was one further up that I wanted to talk about. Quite a big one. And probably not a great advertisement for a certain car brand. Yes, the Kia Challenge. This goes back to my other commenters like, I remember as a kid, like, you'd stick a fucking note on someone's back that said, kick me, or I love cock up my ass." You know what I mean? Those were the levels of the pranks that we were pulling. Or you start a bundle for no reason. We didn't, at high school, as far as I'm aware, have a spate of people stealing Ford Granadas. I didn't... I didn't feel like that was a sort of thing that happened, you know. I've probably just shown my age. Um, I don't even know how many when the Ford Granada came out. Probably wasn't when I was at high school. But anyway, the, the general point remains the same. This is the Kia Challenge. Now, what happened with the Kia Challenge? This was last year. It happened in the summer of last year. So. The Kia Challenge went viral and it inspired a series of impersonators. And this was in back in the summer of 2022. In fact, a woman had her car destroyed after taking on the challenge, which sees people attempt to start their Kia using just a USB cable in the car's ignition instead of the actual set of keys. The first video featured a man appearing to successfully start a Kia car with a usb however the entire ignition box had been exposed making it look highly dangerous especially to any untrained individuals Alyssa smart from lapel indiana has revealed that her car was destroyed and had numerous valuables stolen when her peep when people broke into her kia car during the night and tried to start it with a usb charger speaking to fox 59 what is that? What is Fox 59? I know what Fox is, but why have you got 59? Have they got 59 channels? A Fox. Anyway. 
Speaking to Fox 59, Smart said, I was scared, anxious and confused on how someone could see two car seats and a diaper bag and still commit such a monstrous act. Let me tell you, clout. Clout. That's what they're wanting from it. But yeah, there was there was loads of people who had their cars broken into. And it's not even like these people were stealing the cars to steal them. That doesn't make sense. I'm going to roll that back. It's not even like these people were breaking into the cars to steal them. They were breaking into the cars to see if they could start the car with a USB cable. And then didn't think after that what they'd do if it did start up. It was kind of like a, let's just see if it works. And then we'll cross the bridge about the theft later on. And you sat there and you're just thinking to yourself, why? Why would you do that? Why? I don't understand. It doesn't cross my mind. Like, I'm sure back in the day, there was a rumour that you could start cars with a back end of a spoon. Right? And as a kid, or as like a teenager, I don't remember rifling through the fucking cutlery drawer, searching for the perfect spoon, to go out and fucking nick a fucking Ford Fiesta. A lot of fuckings in there. I do like to put the odd fucking in there. If YouTube um, want to demonetize this episode for foul language, they have more than enough ammunition on this one. I will give them that. But... I, don't, I just don't remember that being a thing. But even, like, with mates and stuff like, oh, yeah, you, would you do that? Would you do that? Do you reckon you'd steal something if you could fucking start up with a fucking spoon, mate? No, because I'm too busy doing this heroin. Now, fuck off. But no, we didn't do heroin, just to uh, clarify. Uh, no heroin, just crack cocaine. No, there was no... There wasn't really a big drug problem at my high school. Just an Asbo one. But it's um, strange. Strange. I mean, I give a little bit of props to the first person that figured out you could start a Kia with a USB charger or a cable. Also, at the same time, how did that ever start? How? I feel like it must be, it must have been someone who worked for Kia. This is got this is screaming inside job, right? Now I'm coming heavy with the conspiracy theory right now. This was an inside job from someone who worked for Kia who had knowledge of the design of the car from Kia. And let me just say, this is probably not a great advert for Kia cars, especially when I'm pretty sure Kia's like the ones that say like, yeah, you can have a seven year guarantee, seven year warranty. It's not looking good, Brev, when they can basically smash your window and drive away the car with a fucking iPhone 8 charger. You know what I mean? Other phones, I don't know why I picked an iPhone 8, just seemed pretty apt because it's a, not a fairly old, but a decent age phone with a cable that I'm sure is more than capable of starting a fucking Kia up. But yeah, it's... um. Why? Why, why, why? Why do we do this shit? As a race, as a, like, as a collective species, why do we do this shit? Like, I don't know it's younger people doing it, and they want clout on fucking TikTok because they want 15 minutes of fame or 15 minutes of recognition, and that's probably largely always been the same. But I feel like the way that it's, you get that 15 minutes now is just fucking ridiculous. I stole a Kia with a USB cable. Where's my fucking interview? I want every news station down here and I want to be paid for at least four minutes of my time explaining how I did it. I want bare money. Terrible. This next one, oh my days, this this next one, fucking hell. I just don't, I, this is probably the worst of the lot that I'm going to talk about because 
it sounds cool, but when you realise what it actually is that it takes for this to happen or this to look cool, you're like, why? Why? Right, Dragon's Breath, liquid nitrogen trend. Right, straight away, you're saying liquid nitrogen trend. Already your ears are like, sorry, what was that? Liquid nitrogen trend? What? What? How are people on TikTok getting hold of liquid nitrogen? Fucking knows. So, the first and most recent dangerous trend to emerge on the app, this is TikTok that it's talking about, is the popularity of Dragon's Breath, which has seen children hurt as a result of ingesting liquid nitrogen. Around 25 children have been hurt after the Dragon's Breath snack, also known as Cheeky... Oh, I'm going to fuck this. Cheeky... Negable? I'll spell it out. It's it's C-H-I-K-I, and then the second word is N-G-E-B-U-L. I don't know what the fuck that means. It became the focus of a viral trend in Indonesia. So this this one originates from Indonesia. So it's not just it's not just you know the UK and America. It's the entire world. Anyone that has the ability to see this short form content and more likely TikTok, you're vulnerable. You're vulnerable to this. All right. The snack consists of about a bowl of sweets covered in liquid nitrogen, and if eaten before it's burned off, it can be very dangerous. That's a very, um, Dr. Dickie Buddiman. Dickie Buddiman. That's a quality name. I love that. Dr. Dickie Buddiman, who is a doctor and researcher of global health security at Griffith University, said that the liquid nitrogen was becoming more accessible. It's often sold by street vendors and young children aren't able to handle it safely. I mean, street vendors? Even in Indonesia, I wouldn't have thought that it's that easy to come across liquid nitrogen just from a street vendor. Like there's someone walking around with a fucking cart full of fucking liquid nitrogen just handing out, like, like it's Panda Pops, just handing them out like the Panda Pops. Maybe now it's decreasing in price and not only easier to access, but also the number of new businesses using this liquid nitrogen is also increasing. Fucking hell, what do you even use liquid nitrogen for? Is it something to do with like ice cream or some shit? I don't know why that came into my head, but I'm assuming it's cold, which is why I said that. For some teenagers, the experience of dangerous things generates more enthusiasm. They are eager to try it. That's a dangerous thing, he said. Is it? Is it? There was a clip playing here. I'm kind of glad it's not because it was kind of on a loop. But basically, you're meant to put it over like a bowl of sweets. And then you you take the sweets and put them in your mouth. And you start to eat them. And it looks like you've got like steam or, you know, smoke coming from your mouth. And that is the whole thing. That's it. It's meant to look like, in some way, you have dragon's breath. Which doesn't even make sense to me. But it is a thing. It's there. And, uh, yeah, twenty. what was it say? 25, I don't know when this article was written. 25 children have been hurt. When was this written? Oh, right at the start of the year. 21st of Jan, 2023. But you're like, what? <sighs> I still, I just refuse to believe there's a liquid nitrogen just surplus in Indonesia that people are just handing it out. Like a fucking six-year-old comes up and says, can I have some liquid nitrogen? And the street vendor's like, no problem, my man. There you go. Fucking fill the panda pop up for you. Fuck off. Right, first, actually, no, give me the money. Give me the money. So, yeah, that's um, just not. That's not a vibe, is it? And I don't I don't even like saying that, but it's not a vibe. It's just not. What is this one? This ain't even the right article. I don't even know what this is. Fucking hell. That's not what we want, is it? 
I just got up the wrong article for the audio listeners. I was looking at it just going, that's got nothing to do with TikTok that I wanted it to be like. Terrible. But yeah, it, it just seems like... And it isn't just TikTok. I'll say it for like the eighth time. It's not just TikTok. It really isn't. But I feel like it becomes so quickly viral on TikTok compared to other platforms that TikTok will get the majority of these things first. Because that's just the nature of the beast. People put viral stuff on TikTok, I think, before they would do on any other platform. It's just something that seems the virality of something is more quick. It happens quicker on TikTok than it does maybe on YouTube and Facebook or whatever. But yeah, I do think it's making us a bit dumb-dumb, you know? And I do realise me saying it makes it's making us a bit dumb-dumb is actually quite dumb-dumb in itself because I could have just said stupid or moronic, blah, blah, blah. But... I feel like Dum Dum really does give you the sort of mentality and the idea behind the issue. The the biggest issue, I feel, for me, in my own life, is attention span. Because I'm not immune to it. I will still watch, every single time, I'll rather watch long-form content as opposed to short-form. But I do find myself, every now and again... It's not every film we watch, it's not every TV show we watch, but I do find myself every now and again picking up my phone when there's fucking no reason to. No reason to. I'm watching a film and I'll check my phone. No notifications have come, gone off, nothing is lit up, I haven't had a phone call, it's just there. I flipped it over and went on my phone. I'm not even necessarily looking at short-form content. I'm not looking at TikTok because I don't have it. I haven't, I'm not on YouTube watching shorts. I'm not on fucking Facebook scrolling through Karen's on fucking Facebook. Yeah, I'm not, it's not even the act of going on the social media that I feel is fucking just made people have less attention. It's just, it's a bigger thing, probably, really. It's technology. Everyone wants instant gratification. It's like, yes, someone liked my photo of my dog. That is validation for me. Someone liked the joke that I posted 15 years ago about fucking getting a B in history when I didn't do any revision. Sick. That's validation. But as soon as you see a notification on your phone, it's really hard. It's really hard for me anyway to say to myself, don't look at that. Don't look at it, especially when I'm doing something. If I'm with someone, say if we're at a meal or something, I will normally put my phone in my pocket and keep it there. At the most, I'll put it on the table and turn it over. But yeah, it's um, it's definitely just it's it's definitely a problem that I've noticed recently. My my partner watches not a massive amount of TikTok, but she watches TikTok videos. And she'll just scroll for ages. Like, she'll spend more time scrolling through videos she doesn't want to watch rather than watching the content on TikTok. With me, I find that exact same thing with Netflix. But Netflix is obviously longer-form content. I will be flicking through fucking absolute shite that I just don't want to watch. And then when I find something to watch, I'll look at my watch and be like, I've wasted half an hour trying to find something to watch. Now I've got like maybe 40 minutes to watch something when I could have watched like two episodes of something and really got into it. So it's not just it's not just a TikTok short form problem, but I do think the problems stem in terms of attention span, stem from that sort of place. But yeah, fuck you now. It's just it's just an absolute nightmare when you've got people trying to steal Kias because they've seen someone do it on TikTok with a USB cable. Hey, you just, like, the generations after us, what is going to be the next thing? 
what is going to be the next thing? How young are these people going to be starting to fucking do shit because they saw it on TikTok or equivalent? Oh, dear. Fuck, you know. I tell you, it, when or if I have kids, I'm just going to I'm gonna fight them. That's it. I'm just going to fight them. Because they're going to be like, look, my friends have got this new app. We've got it on a new phone. Blah, blah, blah. I'll be like, look, 12 to fucking six elbows. I don't give a shit. You're not having this fucking phone at what? Seven? I think, personally, and they still work. They will do because they're absolute brutes. I think all kids from like seven, six onwards up until, I don't know, 16 should have a fucking Nokia 3310. It has everything that you want on a phone. A phone, not a smartphone, just a phone. And if you really want to push the boat out, it's got a snake on it. Fucking cracking game. Simple, hard, a cracking game. You want to make a call? You can make a call. You want to make a text? You better have half an hour spare. But all this other shit you don't need. You don't need. But it's become a necessity because as parents and as you know, a society, we've just accepted it. Like, oh, of course your kid needs a fucking smartphone at the age of seven. Of course they need to go on Snapchat. I've got to keep my my fucking streaks going. No, you fucking haven't. Go outside, fucking go on the fucking football pitch and get crunched. I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? I'm probably not going to be the best dad. I'm probably going to be an old school dad that, um, their kid's going to get, you know, taken off them. You know what I mean? Or taken off me because they just see it as abuse. But I see it as, I don't know, I just feel like not to be, I don't want to say it, I don't want to say it, but I feel like a lot of, a lot of children and teenagers now are just snowflakes. And I don't mean snowflakes because they get, they get, fucking offended by the stupidest shit which there are a lot of them out there I mean like they don't do the sort of shit that helps with the issues that they have later on in life like they don't they don't socialise unless it's through a fucking phone unless it's through a computer and we did that too like I'm not saying we're better I'm a fucking millennial I grew up on fucking MSN bro yeah I had fucking nudge. You ain't fucking responded for 40 seconds. Nudge, nudge. Do you know what I mean? But I also did go out and see my friends. And I know you've got friends from across the world, blah, blah, blah. Mate, it was through the school, but I had a pen pal in fucking Australia. I don't even know. I'm, I'm surprised the post got there, to be honest. And actually, I wouldn't put it past the school getting the letters in the fucking in the staff room and going right we want to keep this facade up so you're going to have to act as a 12 year old um, Australian girl and you're going to have to act as an Australian boy and we just got to have to write in a different mannerisms for all these different students that think they're pen palling people in Australia natural fact it's just fucking staff members from my school writing back could have been a possibility, but it made it seem like, you know, that letter travelled great distances to Australia and went to some other little scrub in a school in Australia. It was like, why the fuck are we contacting people halfway across the road? Well, it's not halfway, fully across the world. It's, I don't know, I could rant about this for a long, long time. I just feel like, I feel like my childhood was better because of the stuff that I did. It was better because I had a balance of my early childhood going out and playing a lot. That was the only real way to go with friends and socialise. And then in came the technology. I still would go and see friends a lot, but there'd be a 
a couple of times, oh, it's raining, so we'll talk on MSN or blah, blah, blah. We'll play on fucking Xbox Live, PlayStation Network. We'll, we'll do that instead. But we'll still meet up and play football pretty regularly, you know. And even after that, going into college, I mean, I never went to university, but going into college, it'd be the same. And it would start to just creep up on how many times we wouldn't go and see each other after college. It would start to be like, yeah, you, st- you drift apart like a lot of people do, and it becomes your close friends that you did still go and see. You talk to more on WhatsApp or fucking Facebook or whatever it may be, Xbox Live. It just slowly slipped into the rhythm of normality. That It just became like a normal thing to the point now where like when I was a kid, I played Call of Duty, right? And I wasn't eighteen, hundred percent. Mum should be flown thrown into the slammer for that bad parenting, because I was exposed to uh, some very very harsh middle aged men who had nothing better to do than shit on a fucking thirteen year old kid. But I shouldn't have been playing the game. It's an 18 plus, man. And you're getting fucking four-year-olds, five-year-olds playing Warzone screaming because you just fucking collated their whole team. You know what I mean? And it, uh, When I say you collated their whole team, they're like standing in a row trying to pick up a fucking different pistol and they're all fighting over it. Do you know what I mean? That's the, I feel like that's the memories that have been created by letting children play games that they're not old enough to play. It's just... I don't know. I've got fucking no idea where this episode's gone. I, re- I don't even... I feel like I've been talking for like 20 minutes. We're 52 minutes in. 52. Jesus Christ. But yeah, it's, everything's fucked, basically. This is not a happy story. There is a redeeming thing. Like, I feel like there's a small redemption to this. Not a full redemption. Slight redemption. I do feel like the people who listen to podcasts, watch like films quite regularly, and don't really watch a lot of short-form content... I feel like the short-form content bubble is probably coming towards its biggest. I feel like there might be a bit of a pushback against short-form content. And maybe we get some of that attention span back. Maybe we don't. Maybe it just becomes worse. And we get to a point where we need fucking not even one-second clips. Yo, did you see that fucking one frame? As if... They didn't even show you anything in that one frame, bro. It's going to get to the point if it continues to go that way it is. But I'm hopeful that there will be a bit of a pushback against it. Because I, I openly admit I'm, I don't like shorts. I don't like TikToks. I just don't find that content that funny. I'd rather watch a... I don't know. I'd rather watch a 10-minute YouTube video talking about video games than watching a one-minute compilation of fucking pranks on uh, TikTok. Having said that, though, having said that, there was something called Vine that I think was an art form because to to have something funny in seven seconds or less, I do think, and have something fleshed out and funny in seven seconds or less, I do think was quite a skill. But even then, it would be, I'd go on Vine for a couple of minutes. And to be honest, back when Vine first came out, I don't even know what phone I had, and I definitely wouldn't have been on a contract. So that that data was looking miserable, let me just tell you. So the amount of time I actually spent on Vine was probably minuscule compared to uh, even YouTube at the time. But yeah, it's it's ah, it's just hard, man. Uh, if you've got kids, I do feel for you. And in the future, if or when 
I have kids, I'm going to be shitting bricks trying to have that balance in my head. Like, do I just give them a tablet? There you go. When I say tablet, I don't mean a drug. I mean like a tablet, an electronic one. I know from the previous things I've said on this podcast, it's probably more likely to be a tablet. But I can assure you I don't want my hypothetical child to be killed by a tablet I give them. I want. I just want them to have a good balance. I want them to like technology. I want them to enjoy technology. I want them to communicate through technology. But I don't want it to be the only fucking thing they do. Unless they're really good at it. No, because that, you know what I mean? Even then, I still want them to fucking go outside, play football, play some sport, socialise with people. I don't... I don't want them to be part of a generation of people who don't talk to each other in person. And I'm not saying you have to go out into fucking, I don't know, Leicester Square and start fucking collaring people to talk to them like you're selling the big fucking issue. I mean, just having like two or three friends and going to see them every week would be enough. Have your tablet. Play Candy Crush. You scrub. Side note, anyone who plays Candy Crush, I don't understand what that game offers you. I don't understand. Don't get it. No, this is not a uh, Candy Crush hating podcast, but it can be for the right price. If any of you hate Candy Crush as much as me and are willing to fund a podcast dedicated to the demise of Candy Crush, however unlikely that is considering the size and you know, the amount of people who play the fucking game. But yeah, I'd, I'd definitely be up for starting that podcast. It'd be called Candy Crap. No, I wouldn't. I'd probably still call it Candy Crush, but like, put another C, not a C, put another S and H in it. You know what I mean, Crush. I mean, oh, it's just spouting bullshit now. This is what the, the podcast come down to. This is the problem when you le- when I have to do it myself. I want to say I have to. I took the choice of doing it myself because I didn't. I didn't want to wait until next Thursday, and Thursday is usually the day we we all do it and time we have free for it. So I didn't want to just go. Look, oh, Jordan, I know you're busy. Dan, I know you're busy, but can you do it on this day? Because um, by that time, there Thursday would have been coming around pretty quick. By the time this goes out, I don't even know what day this is going to go out. So. I'm recording this on a Thursday evening. So, uh, theoretically, I should be able to get it on the Friday. Maybe the Saturday. Don't know. Apparently, they're both shite days to release videos on in the evening on uh, Friday and Saturday because apparently people go out. I don't fucking know. I don't know. It's the, the whole YouTube guessing and fucking looking at what works, what doesn't work. I think the whole thing is just a absolute... Just amalgamation of fucking no one knows. It's just an unknown entity. People claim to know how it works, but they don't really know. Yeah. But as long as I got a podcast out, what to this was the podcast <laughs> that we were gonna do live. Obviously, you would have you would have had of a, a viewpoint other than mine. You would have had two other viewpoints regardless of whether they agree with me or not. But yes, um, <laughs> believe it or not, it was the episode that I wanted to do. However fucking um, unplanned, impromptu it may seem, this was the actual episode that we were going to release or talk about at the time. Yeah, it's just um, <laughs> it's just a shame that the uh, the work coincided with the podcast time. Like, I literally sat here ready at 10 o'clock to get everything ready for the live stream. I'd been to the gym, had a positive session, didn't snap my legs in half. That is how I deem a positive session to go. I'd showered, I was ready, got my drink, water, I was hydrated. Stay hydrated, everyone. You know what I mean? I was ready to go. I was setting stuff up. Got the thumbnail sorted for today's episode or for this episode. 
And literally, I go on to StreamYard, which is what this is filmed on, and I put in, I start typing the, the title of the fucking episode. No, no, no. I put the the thumbnail for the live stream up. I'm literally about to click go into studio. Then all I hear is this fucking absolutely massive rumble of a saw going. like It's literally so loud. I've got the headphones on and I can hear it clearly like it's right next to my ear. And the reason why that was happening is because this mic is directional, like I said at the start. And it was picking up the sound. It was like, it was almost like the microphone was doing its own interview with this electric saw. Oh, so obviously I couldn't do that. That's just, the the whole podcast would have been like, do you know what I mean? That's just not a great podcast. I don't even know if that would be a good ASMR episode. I really feel that would be poor. If I tuned in to ASMR, I was like, right. Are they going to start, you know, whispering? Are they going to be like that? Is it going to be really cool? You know, what, what, are we, what are we expecting? A bit of tappies, tappies like that, a bit of scratch, a bit of scratching. No, no. And then I, all you hear next is like, <laughs> I don't think that's, I don't think that's a good ASMR episode. I do apologise for everyone who's just had an absolute aneurysm after me just doing the uh, imitation of a saw noise. But I was trying to replicate what it was sounding like. And now you might understand why I didn't do the podcast. If you didn't already understand, you must do now. Tell you what, though. That has has really done my throat in. Like, it's feeling a bit tender now. Bit tender. Not enjoying that, that feeling. But we're we're past the hour mark, so you know I'll give it a few more minutes, and I'll I'll end end the podcast, you know. <laughs> but yeah, he's actually fucked my throat fully. I feel like I've been rammed with a baseball bat with barbed wire down it. Do you know what I mean? Right down there. Oh dear, sorry for the the uh, awful visuals you probably got in your head right now. But yeah, it's we'll be back next week I've really fucking hope so (laughs) Uh, because now we will be back because my the guy who's doing the work on the house is going on holiday I do believe he's going to Ibiza Uh, I think it's Ibiza I don't know one of the Spanish islands he's going there so he's going to have a fucking lash up in Ibiza come back absolutely pissed and then he's going to ruin the outside of the house that's what we're hoping for. That's what we're aiming for, and that's what I'm paying him for. But yeah, I hope he does have a good time. Yeah, that's fucking hard work. Like I've what, I'm not saying I watched him. Out of like being nosy, it's not even. It's my own house. So I I just watched him a little bit today because I had some free time with him. Obviously, ruining the podcast. Uh, <laughs> I was just like fucking hell, man. I know he's getting a decent amount of money because I know how much I'm paying him. But still, I'm like, that's that's our graft. You need a fucking holiday every two weeks. Jesus Christ. But yeah, they, all the tradies, they seem like they're going on holiday at the same time. You know, the guys who were doing the scaffolding outside, when I was speaking to them when they were putting it up, it's like, yeah, I'm going on holiday next week. And they're all, they're all going to the fucking Spanish islands. He was going to Fort Aventura. Uh... Is that Spanish Island? I'm pretty sure it is. The plumber we had in who gave us a quote for doing the bathroom, he's going on holiday in the next couple of weeks. They must have like a union, like bands together. It's like, right, we got you some really fucking great deals on flights. Yeah, they're all to the Ukraine, but we've got some great deals on flights. Oh, yeah, 100%. Here's your Kevlar. Is your rifle? What? What's this for? No, we're not. It's just on the off chance that you happen to go on the front line in Ukraine. It's not likely, but yeah, we just got as a precaution. That's what we got to do. But no, this um, it's good. They deserve it. I mean, the uh, the guys with, who did the scaffolding were really cool. But 
it's very loud. But I respect it. They're not one of them had a t-shirt on. Classic, you know, British. I always do cringe when I see that abroad. Like the first Brit is like, oh fuck, now it's over fifteen degrees. Love, I got to take my t-shirt off. I got to show them my nipples, you know. These locals, they ain't seen nipples like this. These are UK nipples. These are Brexit nipples. Yeah, they get them out on holiday. I do cringe a bit. Because that could never be me. I'll tell you, that is a lie. If it got to like that hot and I didn't have a body that is that causes like people to like almost die in shock and horror, I would be whipping it off straight away. But if it's anything under like 35, I'm keeping the shirt on. No matter what I've got underneath it. I'm rocking a fucking six pack. I'd still be a bit iffy about taking my shirt off. But anyway, I, I feel like it's, it's a ultimate confidence thing. So if you do that, props to you. Absolutely props to you. I do cringe a little bit, but it's props to you. Yeah, but the guys who were doing the scaffolding, it was a very hot day, to be fair. They were blasting out awful music. But again, I respect it. You're doing a manual job. You play the music that gets you there. But there was some awful tracks. I do feel sorry for whoever was the person who made that playlist. Or maybe they were listening to the radio. I don't know. More likely probably listen to the radio. But anyway, I'm rambling on now. If if you are interested, right, and you, you've enjoyed this episode in any way, I do implore you, if you do have the spare money, if you do think, yes, this guy deserves getting four ninety nine from me every month, then let me just tell you what you're in store for. You're in store for two VIP episodes a month, because I do one every two weeks. You're in store for two... VIP episodes and if you like this episode the VIP episode is literally this me rambling on about shit for example this week's VIP episode I was talking about Pepsi Max Lime and how I didn't rate it I also talk about uh, the work being done to the house I talk about a little bit of Starfield of course I talk about basically fucking anything Probably not a great advert for the VIP or members program. But, I mean, it is what it is. So if you do want to join, you're watching this on YouTube, become a member on YouTube. It's $4.99. We'll just say that YouTube take 30% of that because they're little scrubs. They think that they um, they are worth 30% of what you want to give me. Uh, whether you, whether they are or not is is a argument for a different day. I mean they're not, but it's an argument for a different day. Especially after they asked me to delete that fucking weird traditions episode. But anyway, let's not get too hung up on that. Let's just say, look, thank you for joining me. I was going to say us, but you joined me. Uh, we'll see you in the next one. Up the Atma. See you later. Bye bye for now.